Tottenham fans have been calling out for an out-and-out number one for quite a while now. Uh, someone to go out in heat 13 and 15 and win it. And it has been a weakness for a few years now at the, at the club. But now, now we have, in the signing announced tonight, an out-and-out number one. So, welcome Nick Morris, looking forward to watching you this year. But I am a little bit flabbergasted. In fact, my flabber has never been so gasted. To read on various forums, some Brummy supporters complaining that his average is too high and therefore he won't be able to improve it. As far as I can see, there is a reason that it is that high because he is that good. And I think back to the Jason Lyons years and nobody complained that he was too good. Oh well, only in Speedway. Good evening, gentlemen. Um, very, very strange show this evening. It's going to be a strange show, isn't yeah. it? Because nobody's actually listening live. No, no. Um, <laughs> because we're having trouble with, uh, yeah. with that. <coughs> excuse me, with our virgin. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tend to have lots of uh, troubles with virgins. So uh, yeah, uh, but we we have got people hopefully uh, sending questions in. Yeah. Um, Matt, it's been an interesting time with the AGM thoughts. Yeah, it has, hasn't it? Um, obviously, there was a handful of changes. Not too many, of course. We the one change, of course, we already knew was um, um, Leicester mm -hmm. going up into the uh, top flight. Of course, um, interesting. Of course, with the uh, the pairs, of course, has been reduced to only the three matches. Of course, given the fact that it took so long to complete <laughs> last season, that's probably uh, probably Just, not a bad thing. To you be think honest, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good news, of course, Edinburgh returning to race again in yes. 2023. Very pleased about um, that. And, of course, the player format in the Championship has uh, has now been changed. Changed, um, yeah. So, plenty there. The aggregate bonus point returning, of course, after about 10 years, 10, 15 years away. Obviously, obviously when I was growing up, that mm -hmm. was obviously the, the rule, and we had some, some great memories from those... Um, bonus you, point runoffs. Um, are, you, are you you happy that's returned? Some in some ways yes, in some ways no. Mm -hmm. The the only the only thing that concerns me a little bit about that is going to be when you've got one track that's got such a big home advantage. Um, you're going to get a class meeting in one meeting, then yeah, big thumping in the other one, and some some. Uh, this is this is one of the reasons why I was I was I like the the the. the you know, one point for getting to within six yes. points of a team there because it's still even if the team even if the away team lost the meeting it still gave mm. them something to to go for. They've unfortunately that's that wouldn't be the case next year. I must admit, I personally think it's a retrograde step. Don't, yeah. I, I like the point systems the way they had, and people saying it was too complicated. Well, if that's too complicated for you to work out, you probably need to go back to school. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, that that that's my 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 personal opinion on the, that the, the bonus point um, actually the bonus point is good when it's two class meetings and you get a bonus point runoff because it's, mm. you, know, you get an extra race and there's always that tension of, of, a, of a bonus point mm. runoff um, but unfortunately you're not going to get a bonus point runoff in every single meeting so no and also it's a bit of an advantage to ever come second as well because you get that bonus point runoff on your home track well this is it so, so there, there is that that side of it as well yeah but um, I think that that's a small niggle uh, for me, but um, apparently, when they asked, the supporters said they wanted it back. So back it comes. Yep, of course. And I think they've already uh, 
given the uh, problems that we had completing the season last year, they've obviously uh, done a little bit You mean bit the of season that we still haven't completed? Absolutely, yeah, still <laughs> haven't completed it yet, so even though we've had the potty summer in over 40 years with no rain. <laughs> and they're going to complete it next year with two completely different lineups. Absolutely, yeah. And one lineup being in the, the uh, Premiership and the other lineup being in the uh, Championship. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, they're going to have to artificially strengthen the... Uh, it's two teams now, isn't it? Because I think um, Glasgow decided not to not to compete in the final in the end, didn't they? Yes, so, yeah. Which, because they felt it was it was inappropriate to, for the Jubilee Trophy... Not to be in the year of the Jubilee. No, and the Queen had died. Yeah, the Queen had died, which was a bit of a strange one, I thought. Uh, but. Well, it's a reason, I suppose. Uh, only in Speedway. Nice to hear that um, Workington's come back at, and yeah, nice to hear my it. phone's still working. Yeah, I know, yeah. I was say, you know, is that your phone? I'm, tr- I'm, I'm, I'm desperately stabbing my phone to stop it making that noise <laughs> and it's yours. It's my phone, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's yeah. One thing I was, I am intrigued, of course, is this uh, tie-up between the BSBL and Mylaps, which we're going to see uh, transponders. Roll yes. that Premiership and Championship That's clubs. Good. That is going to be interesting. It'll give obviously this technology will provide accurate information for live timing and assist in resolving close finishes, and also be made available to Eurosport and British Speedway Network for use during their broadcasts. I mean, it'd be nice to sort of see some sort of information provided, like a, a, a notice board or something, with that, with the, the times coming up at the track. That would be. Um, fun, but it's going to be also be interesting to see how close to the times that we've been getting they actually are. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. This poor guy with a stop. It'd be nice, it'd be nice if they could have something that can tell that can tell a referee whether Rod has actually jumped the start or whether he's made a good start. Because mm. you know, will that be part of it as well? Then? I don't know whether it will be. To be honest, I'm not. Whether they've got to sort of expanding it that far we we don't know mm. uh, but just a quick rundown of the uh, the two main leagues of course the the NDL um has uh, got six teams here at the moment with the possibility of two extra joining later on mm-hmm. in the close season but the premiership so you're going to have Bellevue Ipswich Kingsland Leicester Peterborough Sheffield Wolves uh, points limit 39 points for six riders want the teams to include one rising star League format is unchanged, two home, two away, with the top four progressing to the playoffs. Knockout Cup first round, Wolves, Bellevue, Ipswich, Leicester, uh, Kingsland, Sheffield and Peterborough. Well, they've already had a better season than last year because they've got a bar to the semi-finals. So, <laughs> the season hasn't started yet and they're already in the semi-final. So. Yeah. Uh, Premiership pairs, three rounds to take place at Ipswich, Sheffield and Kingsland. And in the Championship, so you've got Berwick, Birmingham, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Oxford, Redcar, Plymouth, Poole and Scunthorpe. 40-point limit for seven riders. League format, one home and one away. It'd be interesting to get your views on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, player format, the top six qualify for the playoffs and are split into two mini-leagues of three. League leaders elect uh, get to select their two mini-league opponents. Winner of each mini-league qualify for the grand final. Knockout Cup first round, Berwick against Redcar. Uh, quarterfinals, Berwick or Redcar will take on Glasgow. Scunthorpe against Birmingham. Paul against Plymouth. And Edinburgh against Oxford. League point scoring system, two for a win. A draw is a super heat. Loss, no points. Uh, I could yeah, so that's new in the championship the as well, isn't it? Yeah. The, the super heat. Yep. Um, what's wrong with the draw? 
I, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know why they've got rid of it. It's, uh, I um, it's uh, one home, one away in the championship. If you don't get into the playoffs, that's going to be quite a short season, I think. Isn't it? Um, yeah, uh, I'm not happy. Mm. I'm, I, I would have liked the, the two home, two away, as that they originally promised. Yeah. Um, I desperately hope that Birmingham's going to not have a short season. Like yeah, we did I think last it's a year. big season for Birmingham, mm. isn't it, this year? You know, and obviously the team building that's been done so far, particularly with today's news of Nick Morris. <coughs> um, Shows ambition. Going from the black country to Birmingham, of course, as we say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's obviously a, a, a big statement, I think, for the Birmingham promotion to get someone mm. who is going to guarantee big points Absolutely. for Birmingham. There's a rider that's... If I, as, I, as I suspect we'll start the season at number one will be someone who can they can have every confidence in going out and winning the first eight mm-hmm. well let's hope so Absolutely, that, yeah. that's what we've, we, we've been missing that, that in those big heats isn't it the, that, that big hitting um, rider since well, since Adam Ellis in the National League <laughs> yeah probably is isn't it so yeah, absolutely um yeah, and we had a you know when we was in the elite league, we had a, a period of not having a number one, mm-hmm. um, and we always well they looked like number ones on paper, but they weren't number ones on the track, unfortunately, mm. were they? So mm. absolutely, <laughs> yeah, Bjarni Pedersen and Kasprzak, yeah, uh, but hey ho, um, yeah. So the we got some questions that that have come through. Uh, yeah, I've just asked for questions regarding that, but uh, they haven't come in yet. But I'll start from the beginning. Um, it's all usually a good place. Elliot Hunt says, "Who do we think the final Wolves two riders will be?" Interesting. Steve Worrell one. Not sure on the other. I personally think it will be Steve Worrell, although I'm not not really decided on whether I would have Steve Worrell back because I mean he had a brilliant. Season last year, you know, mm-hmm. I think he needed the move really. From after, I think he sort of gone stale a little bit at Bellevue, and I think it gave him a fresh impetus mm-hmm. coming to Wolves. But is he going to have as good a season next year? Because that element of surprise has gone really, hasn't it? Um, I keep hearing rumours about Craig Cook coming to Wolves, which I'm a little bit sceptical about. Sceptical in the sense of you don't think it's going to happen, or sceptical in the sense that whether you don't want move. it to happen. Yeah, whether it would be, well, both to be honest. I mean, I think you know most people will remember the 2016 player final when he had that little uh, bust up with Freddie Lindgren. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, CVS certainly uh, made his views pretty clear on what he thought of him after mm-hmm. the, in, in the uh, at the past uh, season forum that we had right. in, in August after that year. Um, Plus the other thing as well with, with Craig Cook, of course, you know, as everybody knows, he has had problems, of course, you know, away from the track in, in recent seasons. Um, it's, I think it's, it would be, obviously, if he if he signs for Wolves, then I'll get behind him. Yeah, you know? but I, th- I think it's, it would be, a, it would be a bit of a gamble, I think, to take him on. Um, the person that I'll get my sources from is is a hundred percent convinced that he's coming to Wolves, but hey ho. Okay. We'll keep, we'll keep an eye on that one. So. Who would you like if you if you was the manager? Who would you be? Um, well, I, I would have loved to have seen Josh Pickering at Wolves, but obviously, I don't think that's obviously not going to happen now because I don't think his average is going to fit. Um, mm-hmm. I was 
wasn't overly surprised by the news when it broke this morning that Rory Slime was coming back towards me because as soon as I saw that he was he was going to come back and have another go. I thought, you know, he's very, very highly thought of by the, the Wolves mm-hmm. promotion. Um, I think we did miss him last year. I think we missed him, his, his, his leadership in, in the pits. That's not a slight on, mm-hmm. on Sam Masters, but he's a you know, totally different character, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I feel a little bit for... I mean, I went to his, to his um, benefit meeting at the end of 21. You know, mm-hmm. he had a big big crowd for that at Wolves it was a really good field a lot of fans you know he deserved a benefit meeting because he'd been such a great servant to British Speedway but yeah. Yeah. I can understand why some of those might be thinking well he's had a benefit I've, he's, I've paid to a benefit fund for him and now he's come back yeah. um, I gather the reason that he's come back is because he's obviously he's got a young family they went back to Australia and they haven't settled um, so I suppose in that sense it's understandable that mm. he has that he has come back. Um, but whether he'll get another benefit meeting when he retires again <laughs> pretty, uh, <laughs> remains to be seen. So A benefit benefit meeting. He should have a benefit meeting where he gives all the money back, maybe. I'd yeah, I saw <laughs> someone on one of the forums suggest is he gonna is he gonna be pay for his own fare using his benefit money fund yeah. uh, that he got last time. But uh, But you, I mean we're we're laughing about it but um it happens, doesn't it? It's just one of the Just a change yeah, of heart. Yeah. I don't I got the impression that he was sort of I mean he should have retired of course at the end of twenty twenty, but of course twenty twenty as we know never didn't happened. exist. Didn't exist yeah. as a speedway season. Um unless you count a few matches. Of course he won the British final that year at yes. Bellevue. Um so we got that we got the extra year out of him. But uh he's back now. So I wish him wish him well, you know. I think mm-hmm. um as I say, very, very highly thought of. I mean I think you know, like, good racer. Yeah, good racer. I mean, myself, like a lot of other Wolves fans, for for a long time, long long time, Rory Schlein would, would probably not have been high on my list of, of favourite visiting riders. I always he always came across to be as been a bit of a moaning Aussie, but mm. um, he's certainly won me around in the three four years that he had at Wolves. He was he was you know a really really good ambassador for the club. And that was coming from a whinging palm. <laughs> we got any more questions? I mean, well, that, that kept well, yeah. us going. Well, there's always one, isn't there? You mm. ask for questions. David Dale, where does your lap go when you stand up? What? Where does your lap go when you stand up? I ask for questions. Where does your lap go yeah, when yeah. you stand up? Yeah. Another one as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if a cave caves in, is it still a cave? Let's, should we move on? Yeah, please. I think it might be an idea to move on. We don't want to get into trouble here, do we? So. <laughs> uh, Pete Clark says, uh, track volunteers needed every Sunday at Perry Bar. Yep, and I haven't been down uh, once, so I do Lawrence has replied, of course, they get fed yeah. and watered. How was your holiday, by the way? My holiday was brilliant. Nobody, nobody here wants to know about nah, that. Don't care. <laughs> I just thought I'd ask you to ask anybody else and not bothered, so... <laughs> Yeah, I ain't bothered either. Uh, what do we think of riders having retirement farewell meetings, then returning after a year or two? I know we spoke about this. <laughs> yes. Then returning after a year or two, and also promoters doing GoFundMe pages to pay for equipment, etc. Okay, I don't know about that second bit. Do you know anything about that? I've seen. I've known one or two in the past who've done it, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think it's a common thing. Um, as I say, I think it's it's sort of you know doesn't sit comfortably with me when when riders. I mean, some of my had three benefit meetings off Wolves, <laughs> not through retiring. He had the one obviously when he broke his leg in at the end of uh, at the end of the eighties, and then he had the testimonial, and then he had his farewell. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have a pro- I don't have a problem with riders having benefit meetings when they've been long disturbance to British speed. I mean, they've ridden sort of you know ten, fifteen, mm. twenty, or in some cases twenty five years. But I think it sort of it's, it sits sits a little bit uncomfortable with me to be honest that they they do that and then they. They come back. It's not. No, they don't, I don't think they do it intentionally. I don't think Rory Schlein's, I don't think Rory Schlein did it with the intention of right. I'll come back. I'll, mm. get, I'll, get, I'll have a benefit meeting, and then I'll come back after two years. I think there was a genuine intention to sort of you know go back home and sort of get his family because obviously he's, he's lived over here for so many years, and of course his family's got a young family, and as I say, his kids have you know never seen their their, their father's home country, mm. so they got to see it now, and but they haven't settled so. Back he comes for another go. I mean, I, I t- personally haven't got a prob- problem with it. Uh, I mean, if they've had their benefit meeting, they've had their benefit meeting. They just don't get one when they do retire. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it's the only way around, around it, really, isn't it? Ah, next yeah. question. Okay, so, so back to the AGM. Um, Elliot Hunt says, why did they drop the two fixtures home and away in the championship in favour of a smaller league competition Playoffs could have could have been consented to top four as top six is not required. There was plenty of dates as well. Also, I don't see what is wrong with a draw. This superheat business costs clubs more money okay. and can take away from junior meetings. One team then gets a chance to take an extra point, which is unfair on the other team. Okay, so let, let's yeah, I mean a lot to dig into mm. there. Uh, as far as the superheat's concerned. What is wrong with the draw? We're not Americans. Mm. Um, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, and, and I hadn't considered the fact that you've got to pay the riders for that extra heat. Well, that's it. Um, super, the, I mean, the super heat to me, it, it sort of benefits clubs that have got a strong top two, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You look at Ipswich last season. I mean, they would have loved having the the super heats with Jason Dahl in their mm. in their lineup and, and possibly. For Birmingham, it might be good because Nick Morris mm. and Justin Sedgman is a decent, decent top two. Yeah, decent top two. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't like not being able to have a draw. It's going to leave one side feeling really flat when actually they've done really well. Mm, that's it. And getting no reward for it. So, yeah, but I mean, as regards to the the, the one at home and one away in. In the championship, I think that's that's clearly been done as a as a reaction to the fact that the championship took so long to complete <laughs> its fixtures last season. You know, but, uh, yes, in a in a season that didn't really suffer from bad weather over much. Not really, though. Uh, what what is interesting to me is this new competition, which is going to be the BSN thing that they've got a tie-in with the BSN, that's interesting. So one would presume that's going to be all over the uh Oh, the group the competition. Mm. Yeah, group competition, yeah. yeah. So, that's it there. So, <coughs> Birmingham mini-league group set, Berwick, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Birmingham, Redcar, Scunthorpe, Oxford, Poole, Gla- um, Plymouth, group winners and high scorers and runners-up progress to the semi-finals. So. Yeah. What was Birmingham's again? Is it, is it rare red car and Somerset Scunthorpe? I think not Somerset. I mean, um, Scun- I, wish it, oh, Scunthorpe. I wish it was Somerset. Yes. To be fair, but um, Birmingham red car and, and Scunthorpe. So 
just to welcome Red Girl back to Barry Moore again. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, hey. That, that, that's all finished and done with now. Yeah. You've even got a Red Girl top on, so. <clears throat> Well. <laughs> uh, and on, on, on that uh, note of the Brummies, uh, Elliot wants to know, any ideas on who the final Brummies heat leader and the other two riders will be? Uh, got 14.01 points left to play with. So we've got three riders to get out, haven't we? I would be very surprised if Lee Complin isn't back. Yeah, I think he made a big impression, didn't he, last yeah. year? So, um, reserve is gonna gonna be good. I don't know what Tom Brennan's average is, although I did read somewhere that he was going to Glasgow, but I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I've, about seen, a couple, I've seen a couple of th- things about him <coughs> going to Glasgow, but I was about to ask. Uh, uh, our fellow uh, listeners to tell us what Tom Brennan's average <laughs> was. But, if you uh, want, uh, we, we, well, I we can find out for you on here, can't I? So this, I would imagine it's around about eight, isn't I it? I do have me uses, so yeah, not, <laughs> not much. Uh, Leicester and Sheffield look strong so far, but aces are going to be strong also. Bewley back, mm-hmm. being leaked on a Polish website. Also, don't rule out Lambert. Also, says Jeff Daniels. It'd be good to have them about, both back. Yeah, about six weeks ago, I, mean, I think I said on here, didn't I? I thought that Lambert, wouldn't surprise me if Lambert was back next year. I'm not so quite so sure now, mm. to be honest. I think all the stuff that went on at the end of last season with the, about whether he was, you know, made him that missing that, um, the league meetings that uh, Bellevue Road afterwards, after they'd won the title. Um, maybe that would have... Uh, it would, be, it would be great, I mean, especially if Brennan's there as well. You know, you've got Bewley, if you'd have Bewley, Brennan and, and Lambert all in the same team, you know, that would be... That would be a team and a half, wouldn't it? A team and a half, <laughs> yeah. You know, t- three three of British, you know, British spinners, probably their best the best three mm. young British riders that are coming through the uh, through the ranks at the moment, so... And um, yeah. Tom Brennan's average is... Is one, uh, one job. That's what he's got. One job. Talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Okay. Then. Six uh, eight eight. Six eight eight. Yeah. You see that 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 would fit okay, wouldn't it? Mm. I'm surprised it's that low. If I'm honest. Well, does that include? Does that include the five percent? The five percent reduction. Well, I don't think it is, but I mean, it, yeah, it, it's. Right. It's there or there. It's going to be there. Well, if that's the case, then it's seven two two. But it's either mm. seven two two or six eight eight. So. But I think that's doable with, what do we say, at 14 to play with? Yeah, 14.01, yeah. Mm. Makes the team a bit, might make the team a little bit top-heavy, that's the only thing. So. There'd, be plenty of, there'd be plenty of race wins in that team, I think, mm. but uh, it's no good having race wins if you're having a rider that just trails in, in last as well, at the same race. It'd almost be like having yeah. a pool situation, got three good heat leaders. Yeah. So. But if it's the yeah, I mean if it's the six, you've got four points approximately for the other two riders. Haven't yeah, you? Oh, is, it, is it? I think it's fair to say that um, I don't see either Ashley Morris or James Shane's been been back at. I think James Shane's has virtually ruled himself out from reading between the lines of, of what he said in the Speedway Star. Yeah. Um. That he, I, you know, I think it's a good decision for him personally. Mm-hmm. Because you can't get too many more injuries, can you? No, that's it, so... Um, Ashley Morris, I'm sorry about. Mm. 
because th- he's a great lad and I think he's got the makings of a decent rider as well. Yeah. Um, I think the problem that Ash has had over the last few years is he just hasn't ridden enough meetings. He hasn't ridden enough He's only doing the one league, so. Yeah. So I hope he gets the team, mm. if indeed he wants. Mm. Uh, Simon Corbett, our current um, Prediction League champion, says a championship 40-point average gets lower every year. Probably pay more to watch lesser riders. Let's diminish, diminish the sport again. So he's sort of gone off on one there. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sort of with him in a way. Yeah. Um, because, I, I mean, I've gone on record as saying it should be 42.5 and that's it. Yeah. 42.5 gives you a 45-all draw if everybody scores to their average. Um, on, you know, on both teams. That's So that's what it should be built to. Yeah. And the problem is that once you start building to lower averages, teams become weaker and then the heat leaders have easier rides, and 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 everybody has slightly easier rides, and their averages inflate. Inflate, and then you go, then you think, well, they've got this average, this average, this average. We, we better cut the averages down again. <laughs> um, so it should be forty-two points. Let's have a look at the announcements that have been made then in yes. the, in the league so far. So Bellevue haven't um, made any signings yet. Ipswich. Uh, they've signed Jason Doyle, of course. Mm-hmm. Frederick Jackson is the only name on the team sheet so far at Kings Lynn. Uh, Peterborough, of course, haven't named anybody yet either. But uh, the busiest clubs have been Wolves, Leicester, and Sheffield. So Leicester so far have got Max Frick, Chris Harris, Richard Lawson, and Nick Morris. Sheffield have got Jack Holder, Tobias Muselak, David Balago, and Lewis Kerr. And Wolves have got Luke Becker, Sam Masters, Ryan Douglas, Leon Flint and Rory Schlein. Luke Becker's another rider I wouldn't mind seeing, by the way, riding at Birmingham. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard that he has, it has been discussed, but mm. he's been sort of advised not to race championship. I don't know whether that's true, but probably could do with riding a bit more often, I think, mm. Luke Becker, because he's, you know, he's got a huge amount of potential. Um, he stu- he's, you know, midway through last season he really found some good form but just didn't really maintain it didn't kick on yeah so I mean let's have a look at some of the let's look at Bellevue for instance do we I mean somebody um, said that Dan Bewley signed for them yeah it's been I think it was on his Polish clubs right. website they they put that he there's nothing being confirmed yet although I'd, I'd be Shocked if he wasn't. If back he wasn't. There. Mm. I think you know. I think he does need to be right. Both him and Lambert, I think, need to be racing in the UK next year because they're, they're at that stage of their career where they need to be riding as often as they possibly can. Do you think Lambert could be back to Kings Lim? Mm. Not so sure. Mm. Personally, I think if he does come back to the UK, it'll be at Bellevue. Okay. Because they could fit both him and Bewley in. Their averages are relatively low still from when they last rode in the UK. So, but uh, with Bellevue, of course, are going to be you know makes a mockery of the averages a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it does a little bit. But hey, that's the, that's the way things go. Unfortunately, you know, mm-hmm. clubs have done that for years. They've you know a rider's had a bad season and he suddenly becomes sought after because he's on a false average. So. Yes, yeah. It's where Stefan Nielsen is, I think. Mm, yeah, I think he's on so, a false average. Chef, I think Leicester have made a pretty good start to their. I was going to ask you about that, yeah. Pretty strong top four, that is. Obviously, Nick Morris knows the track well from from his championship days. Mm -hmm. Um, Max Frick, I think, is obviously an outstanding rider. 
Um, of course, he was obviously was the full guy for Bellevue, so that sort of suggests that Bewley or Lambert or both are coming are coming back. Um, Richard Lawson, a good solid competitive rider, with Lord Ryder, lower second, lower heat leader, um, and uh, Coventry legend Chris Harris at Leicester. <laughs> Interesting, Interesting one. Yeah. I, can, I mean, I, I can remember going there for their first top flight meeting back in 2014, and he guested for Wolves, and they. He got, I think he got booed as he walked onto the track before the meeting. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, I think they were warming up for when Coventry came back. So it's going to be interesting to see where um, Bomber's going to end up in the championship. Yeah. Um, what could, was a guest? Well, he's going to be. Yeah, probably <laughs> guest, guest for yeah, just yeah, just guest for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so Sheffield, Jack Holder, Debar's Muselik, David Belago, Lewis Kerr again, solid so far. Mm-hmm. Good to see David Belago back in the UK. It is, good, yeah. good rider. Um, and obviously the Wolves team, Becker, Masters, Douglas, Flint and Schlein. That's, you know, with the exception of Rory Schlein so far, that's... that's Last year's team. Last year's team, yeah. So They didn't do so bad, though, like that, did they, last year? Well, until the semi-final, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, the, the last three seasons have, have been semi-final capitulations. So. Yes. Let's drop into the championship then. So Edinburgh, Plymouth, Glasgow, Poole and Redcar yet to make any announcements so far. But for Berwick, well, they've completed their team. Uh, Leon Flint, Thomas Jorgensen, Joy Etheridge, Jonas Knudsen, Nathan Stoneman, Rory Schlein and Connor Coles. Birmingham. Well, let's start with Berwick first of all. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad... Bad team, is it? It looks a good team at the moment mm. because so many other teams haven't, haven't signed well, any riders yet. Well, there so is I that. think if the league starts now, they'd have a, they'd have a pretty good chance of winning it. So. Rory Schlein's a good signing for... Yeah, a very good thing, yeah. 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 A long old way for him to go. Isn't every, it? Every, every week, mind you. But, uh, we'll be doing the journey with uh, Leon, of course. Yeah, well, I think that'll be good for Leon as well, mm. having the two of them both in the... You know, because obviously Leon going to Wolves when, when Rory was, was already there, so... I think, you know, he's a sort of good rod to take on his wing. And, you know, as we, as we know, Leon Flint had a really, you know, made some real good progress last year Didn't with they? winning, you know, two. A lot of time for Leon Flint. Yeah, I've got, you know, he's a good lad. Good lad, yeah. yeah and I think he's got potential to, to really go far in this sport. Mm-hmm. Um, Birmingham, James Pearson, Justin Sedgman, Stefan Nielsen, and of course, Nick Morris, as was announced today. I think they've made, a, made quite a bit of a statement with that Nick Morris signing. Yep. Um, it, there's ambition there, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, I know the track's been worked on every week weekend um, since we closed. Yeah. Um, it's, and anybody wants to go down there and volunteer, just turn up, and Lawrence will um, make you a cup of coffee. It sometimes t- tastes quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but also, I think that the, the signing of Stefan Nielsen as an asset. Shows ambition as well. Yeah, he had a. I mean, he had some difficult times last season, didn't he? Started, he started off really started, well. Started, started off really well. Never really maintained it, and of course, mm. got cropped before the end of the season, mm. as, as did everybody, everybody else, else yeah. in the team. So, yeah. So, uh, I think James Pearson will obviously will benefited from having the years' experience, and knowing. you can't not have had him last year, and then not, ha- and then. Yeah, it would have been. Not, it would have been completely pointless, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so. I think he's he's showed his potential. Yeah, and he'll he'll benefit, I think, from having Sedgman and Morris in the team. Mm. You know, two fellow Aussies all obviously you know take him under their wing. So, and Sedgman's uh, exceeded most people's expectations. 
Well, I mean, considering they, they almost well, discussed when yes. when when they, it was announced that he was coming back to Birmingham. Um, yeah, but I think you know when we were both at Birmingham's presentation mm-hmm. evening, and you know you could tell from what he was saying about how he felt about the Birmingham promotion, he was he, he was, was a no brainer that he yeah. was going to come back. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, Oxford, of course, they've completed their team as well, so they've got Sam Masters, who's left Edinburgh, Lewis Kerr, Scott Nichols, Cameron Heaps. Jordan Jenkins, Henry Atkins, and Luke Colleen. Luke Colleen, I don't, I know very little about. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks quite top heavy. Does a bit, yeah. Well, Scott Nichols only doing the championship this year, not doing the premiership. Is that is that definite? Yeah. He, he's, he's yeah, said that's that. what he said. Yeah. Mm. Well, at the moment, of course, mm. I suppose as as the season mm. starts, so I suppose there'll be a few. It doesn't stop him from guesting, I suppose. <laughs> Will be maybe uh, in his ear a little bit, you know. So, but good, good. They've got obviously got a good number one now in in Sam Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, arguably the best number one in the league. Well, there's any doubt about that? Um, Going to be some interesting battles between Sam Masters and Nick Morris, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, they know each other really well, anyway. So, yes. um, yeah, I think that, that's obviously say a bit bit top heavy. Um, it's going to need one of those, you know, one of those four odds at the bottom there, heaps Jenkins, Atkins, and Colleen, to really step up. I do write Henry Atkins. You mm. know, I mean, I, he always certainly whenever I saw him riding, he was riding for Plymouth in in the National League. You certainly always ride Birmingham very well. Yes. Um, and uh, Scunthorpe, they're the only other team that have been active so far. So far, they've got Joe Thompson, Zane Kennedy, and Connor Mountain. Connor Mountain's made a lot of progress, I think, over the last. Oh last gosh, yeah, he was yeah. he was almost like a different rider last year. Mm. Um, it was he was a rider I was half hoping was end up at Birmingham. Yeah. But, um, so let's let's do a little bit of reading between the lines then. Um, Glasgow. Well, they've been Tom clearing... Brennan or not Tom Brennan. They seem to have been clearing the decks a little bit, don't they, Glasgow? Mm. Because most of the announcements they've been making on social media have been saying such and such is not coming back next year. Such and such is not coming back next year. Usually just before they get announced for whichever team they're they're riding for. What are you in favour of announcing all the signings in one go or drip feeding them in? I think drip feeding them in because it keeps interest up. Um, and, I, and I also think um, signing, in Birmingham's case, for instance, signing Nick Morris just before Christmas is a nice little Christmas present. Yeah. Um, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it, and it has really, I mean, let, let, let's use Birmingham as, as the, the type of drip feed. It has really brought up people's interest in the team, or you know, lots of people discussing what's next, who's the next, and who's not going to be the next, and who they want and who they don't want. Yeah, um, I don't think you get any of that when it's just here's our seven riders bang. Um, I don't. You, there is no no discussion as, as such in that's in it, not in the same way. Yeah, anyway. Well, not men, not men, some clubs do it most years, don't they? They just do it. Right, we've got our one to seven. Here they are. Mm-hmm. You got a you know four month wait for the new season. Um, What's your preference? I prefer the drip feeding them in. To be honest, mm. um, I think to be fair, most of these most of these teams already know where they're one. I'm sure they be do. Anyway, they just sort of string it out as long as possible for yeah. as you say for the publicity. So, 
Um, yeah, but uh, which I'm, I'm all in favour of. Yeah, I think Oxford will be hoping for big things next year, won't they? Because they they have, you know, I think they were. I mean, I I rated them highly last season, but it never really never got happened going, for did them. Yeah. Although I suppose really for Oxford, their their big <coughs> thing really was just established in. in Established themselves, and they did that. They did. They had some great crowds at Oxford, and uh, love to be able to think that I might be able to get down there next year. So, because that is now, especially from a Birmingham perspective, because that's now Birmingham's local derby. So exactly, and yet we we only pay them once. Yeah, unless we get them in the knockout cup at some point, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, or in the playoffs, of course. All the playoffs, yeah. I think positive. So, I, I am fairly positive that we're going to make make the playoffs. Difficult to say at the moment. It is so difficult to say. Haven't signed anybody yet. But, but, yeah, uh, but it, it just feels a good team at the moment. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to talk about Birmingham, even though they are the most important <laughs> team in the whole of Speedway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do, do we have any more questions? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Robert Hackers says, uh, why do they have AGM meetings? No change, every fan fed up with promoters, no action, doubling up guests and wider replacement, coverage of Speedway on Eurosport, terrible one week, miss two week, back another week, miss it. You can see where I'm going with this guy. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. British Speedway should be on should every an, week, he says. I think he should watch another sport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. British Speedway should be on every week. That's certainly what we're used to. Well, it's what we've got with Sky, mm-hmm. isn't it? And with BT as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, I've, I've, I've said this before, I think, you know, I think Speedway was always onto a real good thing with, with, Sky. with Sky, and it, they never took advantage of it, unfortunately. Um, I think Sky, in the end, got frustrated by the fact that they were spending so much money on rained off meetings, you know, getting everything set up for meetings because it didn't, it wasn't cheap for them to do it. No, um, and then someone comes along and says, "Sorry, the track's too wet. We're not running." Mm. So, yeah, I um, would like to see it on. I would like, you know, I think it does need to be on. I balance it out really because, yes, you want to see coverage of speed drive, but I often wonder whether it would be better to have a. A highlights package mm, that's been every said week before. rather than having a, a long meeting because then you can showcase the best bits from the week bits. rather than just having you know mm. just a sort of match of the day yeah. thing um, that would require of course cameras in every single but then in most places do record their own well that's it so. that could be used uh, and that's something that I think the BSN should think yeah, well, about BSM was definitely something that was a big positive last yeah, year wasn't it you know? absolutely um, they obviously had a one or two issues obviously with meetings mm-hmm. earlier on the season but I think from what I saw of it their coverage as got, the better season, better got better and better and better, better. they learned and it's affordable as well it's not mm. you know certainly not, not not massively expensive to no, not at all to buy so mm. I mean I brought I brought the, the season pass and I've never done that before <laughs> did, did you watch every single meeting or did you just no I didn't I I, I, I I've still got some. I've started going back over some of them and watching some of them in the close season. That well, that's the good thing as well is once you bought them, that's it. You've you got can them. go back and yeah, watch them any time. So, nice. um, well, give us uh, some more of the questions in that one question that you just read because there was a few points in that. Uh, again, uh, from Robert Hackers, you mm. mean? 
Um, okay, so doubling up, guest and reply, okay. reply, reply. Yeah, so he's moaning about the things that we all moan about, really. <laughs> yeah, we would all love to see doubling up not happen. It was the is worst it, idea. It's impossible. It's impossible to stop it now, unfortunately. Mm. I think because I think ultimately the riders want the doubling up because they want the extra meetings, which yeah. you can you can understand really. If I was a rider, I'd want. Yeah, particularly as there's aren't so few teams. What we actually need is more teams. Yeah. That's the, the, the bottom line. Get more teams and then you've got a better chance of getting rid of doubling up. And, you know, you have to wonder, why not bring some of these National League teams up? You were gonna have, you're gonna Then you're going to have to share the riders out. Over, you know, you're going to have to thin them out and so the standard will you go would down have a, You a would bit. have a situation initially, of course, where you'd have a lot of riders that would be out of their depth mm. unfortunately but, because but, unfortunately we've created the rod shortest through doubling yeah. up so yeah so it's the only way that's the only way of doing it yeah I mean the premiership are doing their bit uh-huh. with the the, the rising, star. rising star thank you I was going to say fast track rider and that's that was that was, that's, that's that, 1970s that yeah that was no, the not, pre- not quite 1970s yeah so. <laughs> that was the previous incarnation yeah um, so I think that's a really good idea and people I mean Leon Flint's yeah. really benefited from it. Yeah, I just, I've just, you know, the thing is though, the, the Premiership, or as it was before, the Elite League, has, has tended to do more things to try and promote younger English riders than mm. than the second tier has. I think that's true. Yeah. Um, I think this is the problem when you've got clubs. I would like to see the Championship really. do, do a, a rising star from the National League. Um, mm. It just offers that progression, doesn't it? Natural yeah. progression. So yeah, absolutely. And and then and they need that, and it's less pressure on them as well. Yeah, you know, because because they know that really the people that they're racing against are the other rising stars, mm. and that's the race that's important. The rest, great if I get some points, but yeah, you know. uh, and pressure. I mean, look at um, I, I think Pearson last year. He didn't have a lot of pressure put on him to perform. It was mm. all about learn how to do it really yeah um there's going to be more expectation on him i think this year of course of course there'll be more expectation by him i would imagine but um hopefully he can go through the season without getting injured again yeah (laughs) he was the only one that managed it uh justin sedgman managed it as well didn't he only did half he did do the whole season um so yeah Next bit on that. Uh, oh, oh, we still on that one. There was okay. a few more on that. Okay. Uh, coverage of your speed round Eurosport. Uh, fed up with no with promoters, no action. Um, so the, right at the beginning, he said, "Why do they have an AGM? Why do they have an AGM meetings? There's no change. Every fan gets fed up. Okay. No change. They do make changes, don't they? They do make changes. Although it, it tends to be sort of you know tweaking this, tweaking that. Mm. Um, I think there's, there's there's occasions really where they don't really address the the issues. Mm. I think the biggest thing for me is is basically two or three days of right. Let's sit down. Let's try and get more. Let's see if we can get more people into stadiums. That's the obvious one. Yeah, I mean the problem is. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. The problem is that the sport is run by the people that run the clubs. Yeah. I don't. Th- I can't think of another sport that does, does that. that. No. Certainly not in this country. It might be. In, might be in America. Maybe they do that. I'm not entirely sure. I don't think they do. I think they have franchises, don't yeah. they? 
and so they have that's why they have AGMs because they want to each promoter has got his own agenda and he wants this sorted out and that sorted out and somebody else well I don't want that sort so they have to have IGMs to yeah. shout at each other I think from what in some cases walk in some cases walk, walk out. out yeah um they wouldn't have to have AGMs if they didn't run the sport if they had um an FA yeah for instance or, or something like that I don't know how you get from the situation that they're in to that situation. I don't know how that how you would do that, but I mean the other thing is that somebody as people have mentioned before a, a Barry Hearn type figure, mm-hmm. but they don't grow on trees. No, unfortunately <laughs> they don't. So, um, but that's you know I mean it's not rocket science. That's what needs to happen. Without that happening, nothing will really change uh, for the better but if you're running your own club are you going to vote it's like turkeys voting for Christmas isn't isn't it it? yeah unfortunately so that's yeah okay Okay. just going back to the um, uh, Rich Thomas's uh, point on what do we think of riders having retirement farewell meetings mm-hmm. and so forth so forth uh, Peacock replied with um, I will never get that 20 quid back go for me pages don't raise as much as you think go for and take a large chunk go, of yes, cash I might go and tap on Rory's shoulder before the present uh, before the practice <laughs> night can, can I have my 20 quid back please Rory <laughs> yeah, you, should, you should you should make a line or yeah. line up and when he comes and says what's that line we're all waiting for our money mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tend to forget that they go fund me and just give it and so forth and so forth. They do take, they do take a cut. They, take a cut, they, yeah. they don't do for nothing. Sure, uh, and sure we've caught up. So we got. I have to thank everybody who has po- uh, posted on the page. Mm. We really are sorry. I've been trying for the last fifty minutes while the show's been going to try and get reconnected, but no, Virgin aren't having it. Sorry. It's the trouble with those virgins, they don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to cut that bit out. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. As the bishop said to the actress. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um, is there anything else on the AGM that we haven't covered? We've, we spoke about the transponders, and I think that's gonna, that's a really positive move. Yeah. Obviously, um, you know, obviously, if we were on, we could probably get more people contributing about course, yeah, their yeah, questions yeah, about yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. the transponders. I'm... I'm certainly looking forward to that. Let's drop into the National League now, because, of course, um, there, as has always been a bit of a strange thing, that they have an AGM that's totally separate. Yeah, because they're told what they can what they can, yeah, what they can't do. Why yeah. is that? Why is that? Because they're a development league. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so the statement that was released uh, yesterday, actually, uh, six clubs have confirmed their participation in the 2023 National Development League, with two more hopefully set to join by early New Year, by early in the new year, a preliminary meeting of clubs took place on Tuesday, where it was agreed that full details on competition structures will be deferred to January the seventeenth, when the complete membership of the third tier is known. Champions Leicester will be back to defend their title and will be joined by Bellevue, Berwick, Kent, Oxford and newcomers Workington, who make a welcome return to the sport at the redeveloped north side facility. Um, the league is awaiting confirmation from Armadale and Mildenhall, who are currently looking into various availability issues 
and it is very much hoped that both clubs will come to the Tigers next year. Plymouth have declared their intention to step away from NDL Rising in 2023, but the door does remain open to any other club who wishes to participate prior to January the 17th. A points limit of 42 has been agreed, and the cut-off date has been brought forward by fortnight compared to this year, which will now be September the 17th. The NDL will also bring in the point scoring system adopted by the Premiership and the Championship, including the aggregate bonus points and super heats for drawn encounters, meaning a unified scoring system across the sport. And it is also anticipated that the transponder system being rolled out across the two senior leagues will be extended into the third tier during 2023. The BSB will update further on the full NDL structure for next season when confirmations are received. So okay. the big news, obviously, welcome back, Workington. Absolutely. And, um, uh, from having seen the photographs of what they've done up there as well, it looks uh, looks really uh, looks really impressive and a, a lovely, nice track. Yeah, a lovely setting as well because it's right mm. on the coast, isn't it? So mm-hmm. you're going to be able to you know see the see the. Uh, I might see if I can get yeah. uh, up there at some point if I can find a day that it's warm enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was always a yeah. A problem at work, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to say there, is there? Um, well, until we know who these for these next two teams are, of course, obviously we anticipate that it's going to be Armadale um, and Mildenhall. So, yeah, uh, which would be good. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's fairly healthy mm-hmm. compared to the other leagues if those two teams are able to join. Yeah, and it sounds like there there's a few other people that have. St- Expressed a, 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 an interest from reading between the lines of what I was saying. There. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be very difficult to. I mean, obviously there were no riders have been signed or anything, have no, they? In that, not so, that late, no. um, it's going to be difficult for them to. I mean, it's unfair for them to be doing to sign riders until all the all the well, some participants. Clubs, well, some clubs do it in the other two leagues, don't they? So. Mm. Yeah, which I never understand. You know, they must obviously, but they must have some idea as to what sort of structures you would are going to be in so. place before they start signing people. So you would have thought so. Yeah. Oh dear, we keep you awake. Sorry, was that a yawn? It was. Yes. I'm sorry, that's impossible. I, I to have do. to apologise. <laughs> I had um, had a COVID jab yesterday, and it's made me, uh, it's made me a bit. Yeah. It does affect you when you get to your age. Yeah. <laughs> Everything affects Apparently. me when I get to that age. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> Um, well, so heard. I think what we should do for a bit of fun mm-hmm. is I'm not pr- doing that again <laughs> <laughs> I told you about that no it did get messy um, <laughs> <laughs> is make a prediction based upon what we know now which is very little yeah. on who we think is going to win each league and then when we come back and do our prediction based on knowing who's in each team it was interesting to see if we've kept the same mm-hmm. ideas so I'm going to go with the absolute sage because I'm going to copy what he says because he, know, he knows everything that's in the who's going to win the premiership oh okay then I'm going to go for uh, Paul they'll Paul's do well not, they'll do they'll well do to win that league they're they're not, they're not, they're not, okay who's in it <laughs> 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 it's not going to be Wolves uh, uh, Bellevue? Bellevue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll go for Bellevue, yeah. Okay. I like the name. And you, Matt? Oh, I'll say Sheffield. 
because they, you know, really obviously they'll they mm-hmm. won they finished top of the league last year, but had a good effort in the final, but unfortunately not to be. I mean, it's very difficult to say Bellevue because they haven't signed one single rider, but yeah. I'm actually going to say Bellevue as well because I, I feel. Now they've got that monkey off the back of finally getting that mm. first title in 29 years. Um, that's obviously a, a, nice. that's obviously released a bit of pressure off them now, isn't it? So, so Webby Championship is going to win the championship. Why are you coming to me first? Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, okay, let me have a quick think. Let me recollect. Recollect. Uh, who's in the championship? Remind me again. Paul. Um, no, no, no. no, no you Birmingham. No, Scunthorpe. No, no, no. They're not going to do anything. Red car. Red car. Red car. Mm. Glasgow. No. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I'll go, for Ed- I'll go for Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> It'd be nice for them in a way, given that they might not have a place to race after next year. But mm. Matt? Paul. I think that's the safe bet, isn't it? Yeah. They should the, really be in that league, to be honest, Paul. But I also am saying Paul, yeah. because that's just saying. Yeah. And this is going to be fun. Of <laughs> the NDL. The NDL. Okay, don't, don't tell me. Mildenhall. Oh, yeah. Well, there might be. Might be. Yeah. Oh, yeah? We'll put Mouldy in for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Kent. Okay, Kent. Uh, Leicester are in it again, aren't they? Yeah, well, they won it last two years, yeah. haven't they? I think. I'm going to say Leicester. We'll see how, how close we are when we, uh, when we reconvene in, in March yeah. then. Well, so. what would be interesting to see whether the, the prediction without knowledge... Is better than the prediction with, with yeah. knowledge. Especially my knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just quickly before we go, um, Birmingham Speedway Supporters Club Christmas Party. Yes. Uh, 21st December, uh, half six to half seven clubs, club party, kids go free. Uh, half seven to late adult party at Aston Manor Cricket Club. £5 for members, £7 for non-members. Supporters can sign up to the Supporters Club on the evening for the 2023 season. Presentation of honorary membership to Mr Brian Book and to Tony Mole. This information just released. Just in. Yep. Yeah, uh, raffle buffet and interviews with management. There you go. It's um, the, the Supporters Club of, of, of re... Um, what's the word? Restarted, rebooted, rebooted is a good is a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know Andy Dogmore, who's uh, sort of been the catalyst behind all of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. he's got some really good things. So yeah, get yourselves in hard. the get yourself hard. in the supporters club if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's finish off on a on a positive as well. Of course, um, yeah. Coventry managed to uh, for now. Yes. Foot beaten off um, brand of the stage. Oh, that is great news, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's the stuff. It's the first battle they've won, but it's certainly not the end of. Uh, the it's end not of the end of the war. There's a long, there's a long, a long while way to go for that one. So but it's a great, great start. Couldn't yeah. be better. So yeah, that's a merry Christmas to everybody at Coventry. Yep. There, um, merry Christmas to all of you. I hope you all get winter. the riders that you want, unless they're the riders that I want. Um, <laughs> and we'll see you in. 2023. Yep. Well, take care, everyone. Good night. Happy Christmas. Good night.
Welcome to the Speedway Town.